it's a, a total composite of a whole bunch of tiny little flowers that make up that disc in the middle. Hi there, my name is Tessa Lynn Auburn. Welcome to Say Yes to Your Soul. This is where we're going to talk about how you can get past your spiritual plateaus, raise your feminine energy, and express your true self with sparkle. Hi there. Today we're going to talk about the system I use with my clients that helps them work through their challenges and move forward in their soul journey so that they can feel more connected and get the results in life that they want. Now, before we dive into that, I do want to share these words with you. It's a very sweet message from one of my clients, Melissa, and I'm super grateful that she took the time to reach out and share this with me. Here's what she wanted me to know, in particular, in her relationship with both her parents. Quote, you really helped me to apply these lessons to that relationship, which means the world to me. So thank you so much for that. It's been huge. It's like I'm a completely different person. And also, my interests are opening up. I'm looking at things in new ways. And mostly, I'm feeling really, really great about who I am and what I can create for me and my family, end quote. When Melissa started working with me, she was not in her feminine and she was very stressed out and feeling totally misunderstood. There was a lot of intensity in her relationships, both with the people in her family and with the men in her life. And you can see that during our work together, that all changed and she's created so much more freedom and happiness in her life as a result of her feminine soul journey. All right, I'd like to share part of my feminine soul system with you today. And in my system is a structure that's supported by essential energy elements. So you could think of this like a framework if you want, if that's easier. There are six key elements along with their sister elements. So first I'm going to tell you what they are, and then I'm going to talk more about one of the elements. And then in future episodes, I'll fill you in on the others. I use this structure in all my work with women, whether you're someone who is newer to spiritual practices or someone who just wants to go deeper or to reignite things and have greater connection to source and greater aliveness. I use these as well. So I'm right there with you because if I'm not learning and growing and expanding, then I am contracting. And that is true for all of us. And, and so I have found that working with these essential elements help to create wholeness in the soul and they are necessary to be in expression of your feminine divine soul. Okay, here are the six elements of my feminine soul system. The first one is the central element. So bring to mind a daisy and in the very center you have the flower head, right? It's carrying, there's this bit that's holding the whole flower head. And it's not just one flower, but it's a, a total composite of a whole bunch of tiny little flowers that make up that disc in the middle. And I love that imagery for the soul because your soul has so many parts to it. So the central element is your soul and all the fullness of it. 
The second essential element is vision. And when I'm talking about vision, I'm talking about the awakening of your imagination and having it awake and unfettered, right? Clear. So you have clarity of what you really want to create. And then the energy can move forward along that path and come into creation. It is born, so to speak. The next element is grace. And that's a state of having been forgiven. It's also an absolute state of kindness, of love, peace. And it feels to me like it's like being held in the arms of love. Grace is about receiving. And it also includes gratitude. When you're in gratitude, you're essentially telling the universe what it is you want more of. The fourth essential element is courage. And courage, you may already know this, courage is not being free of fear, but it is having feelings, whatever they are, nervousness, worry, concern, fear, but still making that choice to be resolute, right? To have valiancy, to be gutsy, maybe to be bold or strong. And it ultimately is connected to trust. Courage is something that helps you move along the path. Without it, you're just going to stay in ideas or stay wherever it is that you are. The fifth element is femininity. This is all about expressing as an empowered woman, bringing balance, creating calm within and around you. But there's a purpose for it. The purpose is connection and support. So femininity is connection, support, community calm, and balance with empowerment. The sixth essential element is acceptance, accepting yourself, accepting others, and accepting what is happening right now. And so that means accepting your flaws, accepting your imperfections, accepting also your wholeness and your power, and accepting your voice and not shine away from it and not shine away from your needs. So I'd like to just repeat those six elements, and then we're going to dive into one of them. So imagine your flower, and the first one in the center is the soul. The second essential element, a petal on the flower, is vision. The next is grace. The fourth petal is courage. The fifth is femininity. And the sixth is acceptance. Now, with each of those petals, there's also a sister petal. So in the future, I'm going to be bringing you what those relationships are and how those work together. Right now, I am being called to share with you more deeply the element of grace. So with all the elements, there is a correlation, this sister petal. And what that is, I see that as a resultant energy. It's like, It's not just a support, but it's like after that first petal, there's a second. And with grace, it's flow. And those two are inseparable. This is the state of having been forgiven. It is an absolute state of kindness, of love. It's peaceful. As I mentioned, it's like being held in the arms of love. And flow is feminine in nature. It is like the river or the stream that gently flows down a mountain and it just 
easily glides around or over rocks or boulders, and then it joins in with the sea. And when there's a stoppage in the flow, you know, something happens to clog up the works, that's when you have floods. And then things can often become destroyed in those floods or they crumble. And there's kind of something else that happens. But when we're in flow, it's easy. It's like being on your little boat, knowing where you're going, you're enjoying the ride, you're not concerned, everything is flowing in good timing. When we're not in a state of grace and flow, we can be pushing ourselves. That's a good example of when we're not in flow. We push ourselves to be something or to do something. And the problem with this is that pushing comes from a place of masculine energy. It's definitely not grace. Pushing always creates stress for us. Now, you're certainly entitled to disagree with me, and you might be thinking, well, if I don't push myself, I'm not going to get there, I'm not going to get this, or I'm not going to achieve, or I won't get my list done, or you know, I won't please somebody, or I won't lose weight, or whatever it is. But here's what I know. Women who push themselves to achieve do so at a cost, right? Relationships suffer. Maybe they have no time, they have no quality of life, or even health issues start to arise, Women who push themselves to start a new job or business when they're not ready to cannot sustain what they've put into place. And then they can suffer the consequences of that, trying to keep up or catch up or keep all the balls in the air. Now, that's not to say that we can't stretch ourselves. But stretching our capacity is very different from pushing. And pushing goes against your innate being. You know, today, as I'm recording this, there are a number of heightened world crises, environmental upheavals, wars, health alerts, and more. And that's what's happening out there, out there in the world. And we have little, if any, control of it on the macro level. What we do have is command of things on a micro level. So we can have mastery of ourselves. And to paraphrase Gandhi... When we change our inner universe, so does our outer world change. Now, the element of grace is like a living prayer. It's a prayer of asking for forgiveness and also being in a state of kindness, a state of blessing, if you will. So today, I want to invite you to look at where you're still not allowing yourself to be blessed, to feel blessed. And I don't mean just like, Oh, I should feel grateful stuff. I mean, really allowing yourself to be blessed by the loving universe. What I find with my clients is that they're very quick to bless others, right? To wish them well, to see good in them, to celebrate their gifts. And all too often, they're not seeing or blessing the gifts in themselves, And one of the key reasons you're not being heard is that you've been holding back your blessings. You've been holding back out of fear of the repercussions. Oh, I shouldn't, you know, celebrate myself too much or think too highly of myself. Or I shouldn't say this or do that. So today, I just want to invite you to start to look at where you are still not allowing yourself to be blessed. See if you can start to receive a little more energy there. So I want you to start thinking differently about yourself and your gifts. It's wildly important to celebrate the aspects of your soul and being. 
One of the ways we can do a mini celebration is through what I call kind regard. It's very subtle and it makes a big difference. This is about holding a space for yourself as though you were listening deeply to a good friend. And it might have a sense of compassion, but I think with kind regard, the difference is there's an energy moving back to the other and also to yourself. So you might think about having a soft smile on your face and then imagining yourself exactly as you are. Because when we're kind to ourselves, the blames and criticisms don't have as much stickiness. They tend to slide off more. Yay. And then we can listen more deeply to what it is we're needing underneath that. And this is where grace is very, very important because grace is like a kind regard with yourself for your needs and really allowing yourself to have needs, having kind regard for your emotional self, for whatever it is feeling and experiencing and weaving in grace in there, and then being really honest about what it is that you do need. These things all come under grace. In the first place, you might start to shift into connection with yourself is the use of grace by using kind regard with yourself first. Where could you be kinder and in grace with yourself? What is the connection between grace upon yourself and being in flow instead of being in doingness? Is there any part of your past that could use more blessings of grace? These are the types of questions I invite you to reflect upon. I just want to leave you with that so you can kind of let that be in your field for a while. So I'll say bye-bye for now with many blessings. All right. If you're hearing this message, you have listened to our newest Say Yes to Your Soul episode all the way to the end. And for that, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I invite you to stay updated with me. And the best way to do that is to sign up for my free gift, Three Steps for How to Reignite Your Soul Fire. And you can get that at tessafreegift.com tessafreegift.com or just go to the podcast website say yes to your soul podcast.com and that's where we have all the episodes and more i wish you an amazing day